Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Let's speak now with uh, Dr. Chris Kiefer. He's the president of Canadians for Nuclear Energy. He's an emergency room doctor. He also engaged Canada's new environment and climate change minister, Stephen Gilbo, about Gilbo's life as a climate a rather anti-nuclear activist among his stunts was to climb the outside of the CN Tower. Dr. Kiefer, thank you very much for uh, taking the time. You're joining us from Berlin. Before I ask you about what happened in Berlin, talk to us about the exchange that you engaged in with, uh, with, the, with the minister and what his response was to your questions. How'd it go? Yeah, happy to do that, Roy. Thanks for having me on. Um, so I got word that Minister Gilbo was going to be in one of the pavilions. There's many of those at COP26. Um, and I knew that I had to, I had to challenge him. Uh, very ironically, he was in a pavilion in an event sponsored by, um, Canadian Labour. And the talk was on powering through the coal phase out. Now, this is a man who has dedicated himself to anti-nuclearism as part of his environmentalism. And it's just so ironic because he's, you know, repeatedly called for Pickering nuclear power plant, for instance, to be closed. The reality is, is that in Ontario, we actually phased out coal right off of our grid in the early 2000s, and we did that with nuclear energy. 90% of the power to accomplish that was done with nuclear energy. It resulted in the greatest greenhouse gas reductions measure in North American history, and it saved about 1,000 lives per year, as estimated by the Ontario Medical Association. So, you know, as a doctor and a physician, I knew that I needed to confront this guy and basically make sure that his anti-nuclear agenda would not be... Um, affecting his judgment in government. Um, and I had to challenge him on that, and, and it's interesting. I, I think he may get his knuckles wrapped a little bit um, by by the Trudeau administration, so we'll see if it was effective or not. Well, isn't he, in fact, uh, swimming upstream or against the current as far as his own government is concerned? Because his form, the former um, environment minister, Reagan, was supportive of, of nuclear power. Uh, Gilbo... Well, did he actually tell you that he's against it, or did he say, was it a wait-and-see answer you got? It was, you know, typical politician evasive maneuvers, right? Um, you know, what he said before when asked about nuclear is that um, nuclear is going to have to compete on the market. Solar and wind are cheap. Nuclear is not. That's just not true on the Ontario grid. Um, hydro is the cheapest. Nuclear is the next cheapest. We have subsidized wind and solar uh, to a criminal level, really. Um, it, I think it really amounts to a kind of fraud. We got locked into 20-year contracts, uh, paying rates that are, um, you know, uh, I'll give you just an example. Hydro is $0.05 cents a kilowatt hour. Nuclear is 8 Wind is 14 Solar, $0.44 cents per kilowatt hour. We were locked into those contracts for 20 years. Um, we're still in them right now. And it's, it's, you know, it's bankrupting us. The number five line item on the Ontario budget is... Um, subsidizing electricity for ratepayers, more than long-term care. So we made a real boo-boo um, with a uh, you know a green energy act, a so-called green energy act. And right. the real tragedy is that we've overspent probably forty billion dollars um, on this renewables buildup, which delivered almost nothing in the, in the sense of carbon emissions because we're already an ultra-low carbon grid. But what it means is that we didn't put the resources into refurbishing Pickering Nuclear Station, which, you know, supplies 3,000 high-quality direct jobs at the plant and another 4,600 in the community. And its closure is going to result in losing half of the gains we got from the coal phase-out in terms of emissions 
10 million extra tons of CO2 per year are going to be emitted. Um, and it's, you know, as a physician, again, it's going to result in a lot of air pollution. So, yeah, Dr. You know, Kiefer, Mr. Gilbo is... No, no, go ahead, finish, please, go ahead. No, I mean, just Mr. Gilbo, it's, it's uh, absolute hypocrisy. Um, I call him an anti-nuclear fossil, um, and uh, I think he's dangerous. And uh, as you were saying, the, uh, the federal government has very tepidly supported uh, nuclear. Um, I'd like them to do it a lot more. So I wonder how well people are converse, conversant with the issue of nuclear involvement. There was a survey done, a poll done in the greater Toronto area, as you know, and 82% of people in that poll said they weren't in favor of nuclear facilities. Make the, uh, they were worried about nuclear waste. Make the case for using nuclear. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. First off, to address this waste question, um, this is a common trope of the anti-nuclear movement, that there is no solution for the waste. You know, human beings, I'm a humanist. I think human beings are brilliant. We're particularly good problem solvers and engineers. And so there's two really great solutions for nuclear waste. You know, first off, it's never harmed or killed anyone in the history of, of stored civilian nuclear waste, both in Canada and around the world. We are exceptionally good at containing this stuff. Unshielded, it's dangerous, but we know how to shield it. So up until now, it's fine. Nuclear waste, um, the total amount produced in our 60-year history of Canadian nuclear power, uh, that waste would fit in one hockey rink piled one telephone pole high. So it's not like it's accumulating and spilling out or not contained. The, the problem with nuclear waste is something we can deal with 100 years from now. We need to rapidly address climate change. There's two great solutions. One is uh, fast uh, spectrum reactors. There's one up and running in Russia right now that can use spent fuel and extract the other 90% of the energy that remains in the spent fuel and make the byproducts um, only an issue for three or 400 years. The other is a deep geologic repository. And I can get into that with you if you're more interested, but basically water needs to dissolve this waste 600 meters underground and get to the surface in rock that takes water 1 million years to move one meter. The okay. geology, the engineering is well sorted out. This is an anti-nuclear trope that we can't deal with the waste. You, you and I need to talk again, and I hope we can. We have 20 seconds left. What's going on in Berlin? Uh, we had uh, the final stand for the German uh, six power plants that are about to be closed. Germany is going to keep um, their coal on the grid for another 17 years. Um, it's a crazy country, man. Um, I've never met people that are so dogmatic and, and just closed-minded on this issue despite pretending to be climate leaders. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.